Hello, folks. Angela Cote back with another episode of the Franchise Growth Catalyst podcast, the podcast where franchisors can find unconventional yet practical advice on how to improve franchisee profitability, create exponential growth, and of course, make franchising fun. Now, before we get started, I have to say, woo, what a week. It was like the roundtable week. I think I hosted three or four roundtables this week. And all I can say is how much fun it is to be able to bring franchisors together and to hear what they're working on, hear their wins, hear their challenges, and really just hear all the things that are coming from these, these nuggets of wisdom that come from the collective wisdom of the group. And, you know, we talk all the time about franchising being so great when it comes to, you know, leveraging the talent of of the group. And so I love being able to do that when it comes to the franchisors. It's not just for franchisees. We can also get together as franchisors and learn from each other. So if you haven't checked out any of my roundtables, let me know, reach out. We've got a weekly roundtable for franchisors of all stages. And we've got some special emerging franchisor roundtables, and we've recently launched some special different types of roundtables like marketing franchise roundtables and small business slash franchisee roundtables. So I guess this is really becoming a thing. But anyway, for today's episode, we are going to talk about the elements of great field coaching that are most impactful with franchisees. And the reason I wanted to bring this topic up is because actually it was a suggestion by a friend of ours at Angela Cote Inc., uh, Bob Lang from Blue Moon Estate Sales. And so he had suggested this topic and I think it's a great one. And so I kind of brainstormed real quick. If you know me, you know, I don't uh, overthink anything or uh, because analysis leads to paralysis. And so I kind of brainstormed just real quick some of the things that I have seen and and experienced myself, whether it was when I was a franchisee and had a, a franchise business coach or when I was in that role myself, but some things that I see having the most impact. So get your pen and paper out. I'm going to give you 10 things to think about. Some of them are a little bit more actionable and some of them a little bit more concept related. So the first thing is number one, Make sure as a franchise business coach that you are approaching your franchisee as almost more like a partner. Um, Think of this as coaching or partnership. You're not there to tell them what to do, you know, and make sure they're following the system. That should be happening within what you're doing, but that is not the primary reason that you are there. Your, Your number one goal should be to be helping them with their profitability and with hitting their goals. So, To build that relationship of a a partnership and and a trusted coach, we need to really be thinking about building relationship all the time. And I think a great way to do this is to start with, and if it's not too late if you haven't done this already, but find out what their longer term goals are. What's their why? Why did they get into this franchise business? What are they working towards? If it's a financial goal, Why do they want the money? Do they want the money so that they can retire or do they want the money so they can travel? Do they want to build out more stores, more units, more buy more territories? Find out what their why is and then work together to reverse engineer the goals. And so when you are trying to help them stay motivated throughout the relationship, you can always come back to their why. 
So the first thing is that approach it like you are a partner. You're their coach, but a partner in the business. Number two is to ensure that you've got some frequent and rhythmic communication systems. So a lot of, uh, I see a lot of franchisors where the, and this happened to me even when I was a franchisee, where our franchise business coach, uh, we had their phone number, but we had to call them um, when we needed them or they'd check in once in a while. The best franchise business coaching happens when you've got a protected weekly, in my opinion, weekly time where you are coming together to check in on, on where they're at and check in on whether they're working towards their goals and, and what's going on for them. So, you, and you don't want to change the time. So make sure that when you set that time, you both agree on the time and you both agree that, Hey, as your partner here, I'm going to be available. Let's make sure you're available. Let's pick a time that's going to work. And as the franchise business coach, if you ever change it, you're setting a precedent that it's not that important, that it's okay to change. So I would really encourage you to not change that time to protect it and talk about it as protected time. And you could even, if you want for to have a little fun, you could even do like a little kind of challenge with them that like, if they make it to um, the full, every session for the full quarter, you'll take them out for dinner or something, or you'll send them a gift card or whatever. You can have a little fun with it. Number three is to align with the franchisee on what are the top two to three KPIs that are really going to drive business growth. Now, it should be the same for all the franchisees in the system, but you want to make sure that they understand them and that they're aligned. And just to really keep it simple, that, that these are the two to three KPIs we're really going to monitor. So you've probably heard of KISS, the KISS rule, keep it simple, stupid. Um, let's remember that rule when it comes to working with KPIs with our franchisee. Number four is that we wanna be always working on building trust and being authentic. And if you ask me, how, how do you be authentic? I, I was trying to think of how I can describe this. And I think it just come, came up with a couple of ways I can say this. And one of them is to, to be vulnerable and admit your, your mistakes when you make them and own them. So your role modeling that it's acceptable to make mistakes and it's acceptable and I'm gonna own them um, and I'm going to work, you know, to not make that mistake again. But by doing that, you inspire them to feel the same and you show authenticity. And then also in terms of authenticity, speak like a human. You know, the worst franchise business coach is the one that shows up and acts all stuffy and, you know, professional. And I, what I used to see when I was a franchisee is that this would happen because the franchise business coach was often more junior and they were, they were kind of trying to prove themselves. And if they would have just let down their guard a little bit and shown some authenticity with us, we probably would have believed them more and, and really trusted them more. So be careful that you're not trying too hard to be, you know, a, like this have seniority or authority over the franchisees. It's just not going to work. Number five, this one's one of my favorites, monitor their mindset. So I really firmly believe that in business, success is dependent on mindset and that mindset is everything. So when you get on a call with them, whether it's your protected weekly time or they call you because they've got an emergency problem or uh, you're just checking in or whatever, always be aware of their mindset. So if they seem a little bit off and you start to try to talk about KPIs, 
good luck getting their attention and buy-in. And I've even had this happen with my franchisor clients where I've gotten on a call with them to work with them on their strategic growth and I can tell they're off and we could just power through and, you know, I could try to provide that value in that way. But where I've seen a lot of value come is from identifying that, Hey, you know, Scott, you seem a little bit off right now. Um, or are you okay? Like you said, you know, are you, you seem a little worn out today or, um, it seems like there's something on your mind, you know, is there anything I can help you with? Or do you just need to talk anything out? You know, the best franchise business coaches have even helped people with, Things like sorting out, um, you know, problems that they're having in their personal lives even. So don't be afraid to go there and just be authentic and don't pretend you know everything, but just even being somebody to listen. And when I say listen, that's listen to their personal challenges if that's what they need, or maybe it's listen to uh, their venting or whatever it is, but really being aware of their mindset. And when you do see that it is kind of off, again, find out, see if you can tactfully find out why without, you know, without... um, Uh, being awkward or uncomfortable about it. And then potentially you can help them remember their why, help them remember their longer term goal and tie back, you know, the, the, the work that they're doing and how it's relating to them achieving their longer term goal and, and getting closer to their why. So, um, that is that is one of my favorites, the, the mindset uh, to keep an eye on. And one of the things that I see getting missed the most, I really see a lot of times where people are just all about the technical um, skills and sort of the task list with franchisees, but take that time to monitor their mindset. Number six, honor the individual. Recognize that each person is going to be different in what the way that they're going to be comfortable and effective at growing their business. And I will just say on a side note, I was on a panel. I was asked to go on a panel for the IFA a couple of years ago. And the topic was um, individualized support for franchisees or something. I can't remember the exact title. It was something like customizing your, your, your field support. And, And it's a funny one because in a franchise, we're always trying to systemize and make things efficient And if we stop and think we're going to customize, that sounds like more work. However, as I said earlier, one of the number one things we need to be thinking about is how to help our franchisees be profitable and hit their goals. And so we want to work with them on what works best for them. It's just, it's like kids or even adults, when it comes to learning, we're all different. So when it comes to the KPIs that are there that they're that they need to hit in order to achieve their quarterly or annual or or three or five or 10 year goals. We want to make sure that we're helping them with the action steps or sometimes called lead indicators. So the steps that they need to take to hit those KPIs. And we need to recognize that there's certain things that some people are going to be good at and some aren't. For example, for me, I really enjoy uh, making videos and creating podcasts and that kind of thing. But if someone doesn't like that and you try to tell them to do that, they're never going to actually do it. Um, if, if uh, for example, a franchisee hates networking and that is one of the better ways to grow your business as a franchise, like as a franchisee, then, but you hate networking. Well, the franchise business coach needs to recognize that and do uh, one of two things. One is potentially maybe find out if you can support the franchisee and help them with some strategies on how to make networking 
more effective and less intimidating, maybe help them with some opener lines or, you know, just tips for how to handle networking events. Or number two is to help them see or find a different thing. Like if they're never going to do the networking, stop trying to force it. Stop trying to force a square peg in a round hole. I think I got that expression right. Um, And stop trying to make them do something they're never going to do. So I would rather if we knew networking was like the, the golden ticket to growing the business, but that the second best thing would be um, say making phone calls to past clients and it's not quite as effective for whatever reason, this is kind of arbitrary. I'm just making this up, but I would rather them spend the time on the secondary thing rather than not doing the first thing. I am a big believer, as you've maybe heard me say before, that doing something is better than nothing and action equals growth. So if they're not going to take action on something, just eventually I'd say, let it go. If you can't coach them to do that thing, stop pushing it and let them do something that they're actually going to do as long as it falls within brand standards, of course. So that is the sixth thing is to really honor the individual. Number seven is to provide collaborative opportunities. And the best thing to do is involve them in that. And so what I mean by that is setting up things like peer groups or achievement teams, but having them facilitate or uh, one of my clients, we recently, I had been running an uh, interactive success workshop and we were just finding that it seemed like we needed some change, something, something needed to happen to sort of um, bring the franchisees uh kind of get their 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 interest more sparked up on on kind of helping each other and actually collaborating like not just showing up to hear me talk. And so we shifted and put it out there to one of the franchisees to step up and lead one of these workshops and they're just they're just basically casual roundtables. And so she did and she um, came to it and shared, you know, her ideas and things that she's been doing. As we all know, there's so much more weight when it comes from a fellow franchisee than from somebody in on the corporate team. So anytime you can get the franchise, the franchisees to facilitate the collaboration, it's even better. But at the bare minimum, make sure that you're providing opportunities. So you might you might even just have like a monthly roundtable where everybody comes together and you have a list of topics that are going to be addressed um, that we that you chat through. But if you can again, if you can get the franchisees themselves running these things and helping them understand the value is that as a system, we're going to be better and that's going to that's going to impact everybody positively. That's kind of how you do that. Number eight is to roll up your sleeves and get in there and actually help them in their business once in a while. And I'm not saying every time you see them, but I cannot tell you how uh, how awesome it was when I was a franchisee and our franchise business coach would show up and literally start serving customers. Um, not, not that that was why they were there, but to show us that they were willing to step up. It's just like when the boss goes and sweeps the floors at the end of the day. We all know that that has a ton of impact. It's the same idea. It's like, I'm not, and this maybe goes back to being authentic. It's not, I'm better than you because I'm from the corporate team. Uh, we had, a, we had a, a franchise business coach one time that he identified himself when he would meet people in our stores. Like, I'm, I'll just say, I'll make up a name. This is not his name. I'm Matt from corporate. And I was just like, oh, that sounds so terrible, like from corporate, you know, like let's be real. And and he would never get behind the counter and serve customers. And it just, it just divided us. It was such an us, them sort of approach. And 
But the field consultants that, that's what we called them back then, franchise business coaches, like I'm trying to call them um, now, of course, um, but they would, the ones that showed up and actually served customers and and really made us feel like you know we were on the same in the same on the same playing field those are the ones that we built trust with and we respected and we listened to number nine i gotta admit this is something i recently heard from a fellow participant on a round table recently at the ifa i think it was the mod conference the marketing and operations and development conference and that was to do a weekly flash and so the way that this was described, but this, there's different ways you can do this. So I'll just say this and hopefully this plants some seeds. But the way that they do it is they send an email out and it has one or two of the kind of key points of the week that um, if I if I got this right, that may have gotten missed. So, you know, there's so many different th- ways that we communicate with franchisees from the corporate office. And they might miss things. I remember as a franchisee, like there's just so much coming at you. And so they might miss something. So this company recommendation was they do a weekly flash, which has like a highlight of just one or two of the key things that are going on that they, the franchisee needs to know. So it really simplifies and keeps it easy for the franchisee. You know, they should be reading and, you know, following up on all those other things, but at least it brings attention to what's sort of critical that week. Okay. Are you ready? We're at number 10. Number 10 is surprise and delight. And what I mean by this is going above and beyond. And so that would be something like if, you know, the franchisee just the that they just had a baby um, or, you know, something exciting happened in their life, send them a text message or even send them a, like a handwritten card in the mail. So, you know, surprise and delight, um, I guess, even just showing up and, and jumping in and working with them, like I said, you know, serving customers or whatever, that could be surprising and delighting. Um, you know, unexpected little uh, surprises, finding out, you know, what's their favorite uh, what coffee and what do they like in it, and then showing up and, and having that for them. Now, it's a little tougher these days. We're not doing as many in-person visits, um, but there's lots of ways you can do this kind of thing uh, by sending them something in the mail, you know, ordering them. Uh, maybe some some food uh, for during your meeting, you know, just things that every now and then you go above and beyond and surprise and delight. This will help create, uh, again, build relationship and trust and create loyalty and, and create buy-in. And, and actually on that note, on the whole, doing all of these things are what's going to create buy-in. So I'm going to do my best to do a quick summary of the 10 things, but stay tuned because I'm going to give you a really cool bonus suggestion after I go through these 10 things. So the first thing is to approach the partnership, approach the relationship like a partnership and, and coach. Number two is a frequent rhythmic communication system. So ideally like a weekly protected time that you get on a call in addition to them reaching out when they need you. Number three is aligning on the top two to three KPIs in a way to monitor them, monitor them. Number four is to always be concerned with building trust and being authentic. Number five is to monitor their mindset. Number six is to honor the individual and customize what you're doing to make what you're having them do to make sense for them. Number seven is to provide collaborative opportunities like peer groups and achievement teams, roundtables, whatever works best for your system. Number eight, roll up your sleeves. Number nine is the weekly flash. And number 10 is surprise and delight. Now, 
I'm going to tell you the bonus in just one sec, but I'm trying to leave you hanging a little bit here. Get the suspense building. I would love to know which of those things stood out the most for you, whether it's something you already do and are glad to hear, or you learned something new. It would mean so much to me for you to, um, if you're if you're seeing this on social media, to write a little message in the comments to tell me, and or if you're if it's on YouTube or wherever you're seeing this, to let me know. It means so much to me and helps me understand best what is providing the most value and getting to know just my listeners. So uh, please let me know uh, which one of those things stood out the most for you. And here we go with the bonus. This is a little bonus idea, and I'm not going to go deep on this, but one idea to help motivate your franchise business coach to really build this great relationship and go above and beyond is to incentivize them based on some kind of KPI of the franchisee. So when I talked about partnering, this is true partnering, if the franchise business coach has some kind of an incentive based on the performance of their franchisees. So that is my bonus tip for you. Now, if you liked this episode, I would absolutely be thrilled if not only would you share which point of these 10 or, or more than one, if possible, resonated the most, but also for you to subscribe to my podcast and be sure to tell your friends. And keep in mind that we do have roundtables of all different shapes and sizes at Angela Cote Inc. and that we would love to have you. So reach out and let me know about that if you're interested in that. And in the meantime, go be awesome. Awesome.